Welcome to episode 44 of the Whiskey House Pub House podcast. I guess tonight it's going to be the Rum House. This is Hunter, your guest introer, along with series, series regulars Dylan and Zach. We also have Nick, Matt, and Shamian in the room with us. Thank you very much, Hunter, for that excellent introduction. Could like you said, better ourselves. I know we could not, so we won't. Uh, as usual, we, we kind of get right into these things, but I think we should have our our guests introduce themselves, especially the new one. Shamian, how are Hello. you? Hello. <laughs> Welcome. It is an honor to have you guys here. It's a wonderful uh, abode and podcast studio for yep. the time being we are visiting. Nice. Yep. So we are privileged Beautiful. right now to be in Shamian's amazing basement. And it is so, if this weren't a podcast, I so wish it wasn't for this one episode because I'd love to show an audience your guys' abode. It it's is. Tahiti room. Yeah. We talked about streaming it, actually. We're like, yeah. we should have we this did ask up. about that. I, I think that's <laughs> something that we, you know, we're trying to think of something to do that's sort of special for, like, a 50th episode. Yeah. Well, and we also, we used to record these on YouTube, still audio Just only, but, bites, we, yeah. Yeah, but we still publish them on a on YouTube, and that isn't. You know, video which platform, we, which you, you could have just we could have just started. <laughs> well, yeah, we we stopped after like episode five. Yeah. Um, and we could just have if one of us just decided to pony up and buy a camera. You know, that was nice. It'd just be a. It could be. Well, a somebody's nice already got a camera. But I'm yeah. not good at clipping. Right. I, it's true. Yeah. Well, I just got get the uh, you know, what's the you know, uh, action set go? Yeah. The clipboard. Pretty the, much anything that you want to be. <laughs> it's like just an action. No, but you need the you need that specific sound though, because like a spoon and a fork could uh-huh. be that. <laughs> if we gave one of us a spoon and a fork, we'd have to take it away from them because they just keep jangling it the whole podcast. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes you get a real people back in. Yeah. Speaking um, of reeling it back in, today's a rum episode, people. We're not the whiskey house pop house. We're the rum house pop house, and mm. we got seven rums to try tonight. I believe so. Is that the correct amount? Yep. And I say we get right into it. We, Does that sound well, good? So we introduced Shamia, but we did not introduce. No, well, they but the, they've been on here before. I'm not Hunter, not our, not the person. Hunter's not it, not our inductee. Oh my goodness, I'm so sorry. I was the introer, so yeah, yeah. But you didn't, I, but I, you didn't I, introduce yourself. I suppose, I suppose uh, this is Hunter. Mm-hmm. Is there myself an, now? Is there an initiation process? Not really. Oh, okay. button shot. Just chug a lot of rum. <laughs> Give yeah. me a hot spoon and expose your knee. <laughs> <laughs> no, your other knee. Your other yeah. knee. My other knee. My, my other knee. Yeah, so, well, that I guess that counts as introduc- introduction. So, mm-hmm. uh, we're going to be going down the several rums, do a little bit of a talky talk about them, mm-hmm. a little tasty taste, and it's probably going to even be less informal than it usually is uh, nothing wrong with that guys yeah no oh. just you know bear we, we with talk, us have some patience about this episode coming you know to fruition and yeah. it's it's been probably a year and four months since we talked about it i don't know i didn't look yeah i know we talked about doing a random episode mm-hmm. at some point but uh we've talked a lot about a lot of things yep shamian was actually the one happened. that <laughs> got it to happen so it just took someone that wasn't us to make it happen. That's yeah. true. And that's usually what, what it takes. Yep. I got a question for you. I'm curious. Yeah. If we may. Uh, tell me about your feelings on rum and just kind of your preconceived ideas. Like, what do you know rum to be? Mm-hmm. I only really know rum to be a sweet mixer. You know, okay. something you put in something else to give it 
just you know really makes the night a little more fun sure because uh, we ha- we've had drinking rums sipping rums i mean on like we've tried limited in yes. in as like final caps to episodes and i was never like whoa this right. is this is like way better than whiskey mm. but that being said i know that there's potential out there i know that um uh, one of the higher brands up there foursquare is uh given the reputation of being a nice um essentially the quote-unquote single malt of rum mm-hmm. you know it's something that carries with it a lot of um a lot of meaning uh as a company yeah but we've they, never they inspire act- artistry and right. value and a certain amount of yeah what's the word prowess yeah prowess they add they, it, it takes rum to the next level of being something yeah, what different than what is perceived as. I know that rum is is becoming quickly the next hot ticket mm-hmm. um, for spirits, just because bourbon and scotch being so high of a demand right now yep. and limiting its um, higher exclusive yep, bottling. It's too good. It's too good, guys. <laughs> Whiskey is too good. And then, well, that's, that's the pro- and that's the problem, and then people are looking for the next thing, which yep. is rum, yep. and they're finding these um, artisan rum producers mm-hmm. that are still trying to be true to what rum is and not spiced. Because that's the other thing is like, um, it's not it's, all spiced rum. No, but it's, there's a lot. Right, there's right. super varying, yeah. very limited laws and regulations for rum, mm-hmm. and um, it is. Uh, hazardous to navigate if you don't look into it for sure so yeah for sure what about uh you hunter nick matt what do, what do you guys think of when you think of rum i'm kind of in the same boat where you know i i really appreciate bourbon brandy things like that to sip on rum i've always gotten the cheapest thing to mix into mixed drinks mm-hmm. you know i don't i don't know i don't really have much experience with with just sipping on straight rum so I'm excited mm-hmm. for tonight just to kind of get some of those flavor profiles, sure. you know, just to for learn sure. a little bit more about it, experience it. I wish Akavit was the next big thing, mm-hmm. but uh, I guess I'll stick with rum. Yeah. You know, so. Are you Nordic by <laughs> chance? Like heritage? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I'm a little bit, I'm a little. Because that, that's little a Norwegian uh, origin drink, right? Aquavit, yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yep. I always say it, it tastes tastes like uh this is gonna sound super stupid to anyone that drinks akavit because i i've only had a few times but it, it tastes like uh like a sausage almost I mean, yeah. it, it, it uses sausage. Yeah. wow it I uses was so that was the last thing i was thinking <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's, a, it's a strong it's a strong fennel flavor do you get a good snap <laughs> that sounds uh, very refreshing yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's not it's not great you know sure. I, I was uh, i was being sarcastic it's not the best yep. it's uh a very strong fennel it's oh, like well, just yeah yeah we'll explore that on a different episode. yeah different episode different yeah. episode but I'm i love the we're import, talking about though. rum yeah. hunter love the import, yeah hey way to way to sidetrack the whole episode that's my job it's it's great to get into different subjects yes nick rum what are you thinking well my only experience with rum is sailor jerry which i would get if i was sick as a kid (laughs) my dad would give me a little bit of sailor jerry and he would say you know gargle it but don't drink it and i'd probably still drink it sometimes (laughs) asterisks and 
yeah, just like cheap spiced rum. That's pretty much all I ever, except for like Bumbo. I've had yeah. the Bumbo rum, yep. the like banana y kind of mm-hmm. one, mm-hmm. which sure. I had it at like a, it was a speakeasy in Chainassin. Yeah. And a buddy of mine was trying it. I'm like, that smells awesome. Let me try mm-hmm. it. And mm-hmm. I was like, yeah, this is the best thing. And then I bought a bottle of it. I was like, you know what? No. Yeah, it's not, not okay. for me. Right on. But Didn't you have a, uh, a uh, somebody staying down in Puerto Rico in another mm-hmm. unit with you that uh, was famously making a cocktail with 151. Yeah. So what was that cocktail? So this guy, he, he he's basically he's like the definition of a starving artist. <laughs> like this this guy, I'm not gonna say his name, but he worked on the second the Netflix. Uh, reiteration of Mystery Science Theater 3000. Mm. He was he build he would build sets for them. That's awesome. And he would spend months like painting knobs and dials into plywood, and like what a dream know, setting it all up. And that that show flopped really really hard. Not for yeah. us. It, wait, it <laughs> did. Like, it flopped yeah. terribly. Oh. It made but, almost no money. Yeah, but but it made so all the original fans were so happy that. Because every time the season flopped, they would just do another Kickstarter. And the Kickstarter, yeah. and the always, Kickstarter was always successful. Yeah. Oh yeah, it was successful. Which that for... reminds me, that there was a Kickstarter recent that well, recently happened, yeah. and we should have been seeing another Stuff set. Yeah. Well, yeah. let me offer you some insight into what was actually going down. <laughs> the production of the show. Which, from were you granted, drinking rum at the time? While I was getting this this insight, yeah, uh, yes. yes, but. It doesn't. That doesn't mess with the insight at all. I'm sure it's still very, very valid. But basically, nobody was making money except for the producers. Everybody else on set was like, basically working week by week for very little money, and so the show flopped. And then, you know, basically the whole crew fell apart. And the guy ended up. He's like sleeping on somebody's couch, and mm. then he got invited down to Puerto Rico and. To sleep on someone's couch. To sleep, well, yeah, <laughs> a, to a sleep on couch. a couch. But, um, man, I really got sidetracked. I don't even remember what. The, oh, his the drink. And so this makes more sense. Though, yeah, now. he was kind of like a like a stray dog, in some senses. Like he he was like a lovable guy, but he just had a rough go of everything he tried to do. And so he'd hang out with them and kind of you know try to keep them some company. And he was like, "Hey, why don't you come down for some drinks?" And I was like, "Well." You know, I don't really want to. He's like, no, just come down. I'll make, you, I'll make you a drink. I was like, all right, fine. And so I show up, and he's like, all right, I'll get you something. And he brings me this drink. I'm like, what is this? It just <laughs> tastes like a glass of liquor. Like, <laughs> but it's not. It's like, it's it's like nothing. a Tom and Jerry or an old Mickey Mouse. And then it's like, it's a bottle, and it just X, X, X. Oh, yeah, it was like. It could like, be snake oil. It could be moonshine. It could be whatever. And, and he it's had given that. me one of these things, and it was like in a little, not not tulip glass but like a stemless wine glass you know larger Mm. and so i took about two sips and i set it down in the end table next to me and i stopped drinking it and so he he was like you need another one i was like no i'm good but this time i watched him make it and he had and it was it was equal equal proportions it was a third of it was white wine another third was red wine and then the final third was 151 and he mixed that bad boy up and he he had himself another drink and then that night, he uh, he proceeded to pee into the pool 
with his <laughs> pants around his ankles. Like standing up, standing up. He was well. He was kind of so he wasn't (laughs) facing the pool. I shouldn't said he was peeing into the pool. He peed on the pool deck, Mm -hmm. and he was kind of facing. There's like these you know patios for each of the units in the building, and his pants are around his ankles like a toddler peeing in a urinal. Did he have his shirt lifted up too? Uh, He might. He might have. (laughs) For good measure, kind of. He's biting on it with his teeth, holding it up. But anyway, I didn't know about this. Until the morning, I wake up to a text from some guests that were staying in the Airbnb I was managing. And one of the things they sent was a picture of him with his butt hanging out. Do you still have that photo? I do, somewhere. (laughs) (laughs) But, yeah, then I had to do full damage control because they had, like, kids staying with them. And they were like, are we safe here? That whole thing. (laughs) Then I had to go talk to him and tell him what happened. And he didn't remember any of it. And basically what ended up, I found out, happened was that he was, like, taking, like, sleeping pills. Oh. And then combined with alcohol. And then he drank a a couple of those things. And that was all it took. And he was sleepwalking and just hammered. And, yeah, it was bad. So that's our goal for the end of tonight is we all want to be (laughs) like him. We only have Adderall. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) That'll have to suffice. Uh, okay, well, well <laughs> I guess, uh, Matt, would you like to share your well, you know, ideas is, of rum? Is there a better drink than rum? You, you think of the history of rum and what rum has been used for. We appreciate that, but of course, I appreciate rum the most with uh, ice and a Diet Coke. Mm-hmm. Okay. So s- sweet mixing, mm-hmm. right? Uh, rum and Coke on the golf course. <laughs> yeah. Anytime. Anytime. Yeah. Anytime. Nice cherry Coke Zero. Yep. <laughs> so that's, uh, that is where, growing up, I mean, I always thought of that as well. I mean, my dad, he's, he still loves today his Captain and Cokes, mm-hmm. right? It's mm-hmm. the one drink he'll have when he comes over. And he only needs one, that's it. Um, and then, you know, you when you're t- fresh 21, you try the yep. Malibus. You're like, oh man, it's rum. <laughs> you're right. Um, but in the last, I would say in the last year since we have done this this basement, it's like, well, my drinking history is like, yeah, I've had Irish whiskeys. Love my love my you know Irish mm-hmm. whiskeys for mm-hmm. sure. Um, bourbons obviously have a little more mm-hmm. punch to them. Yep. Um, but definitely like those as well. Not a big Canadian whiskey guy, but oh, yeah. But you know, I concur. It, yeah, I agree. Just, I don't know. It's, I haven't had one that's like astounding. Yet. They're hiding. Yeah, yeah, they're, I'm, yeah. I'm hoping that they have a little secret. You so know? the conspiracy right. is the Canadians are actually they're up front trying to be nice, but they're secretly <laughs> plotting to take over and, the whiskey industry. Well, they, they're hoarding it all. Oh, like we have all yeah, the wood yeah, yeah. for your barrels. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> we have everything. Uh, so when we did this, I there was a, a period I don't know, probably 15 years ago, where I was I was in the rums. Um, but it was very a small stint, and and this sort of resurrected that. Okay, yeah. And it's amazing to see, kind of like what you're saying, is like the next big thing, which is kind of annoying because again, you don't want to be a part it, of a trend. You want to do mm-hmm. it right because you you taste good. Or it's mm-hmm. like, well, right? it's, <laughs> I love trends. I love writing trends. That's why they're trendy. What's trending so right now, it, actually. Yeah. Does anybody know? Like for liquor, well, just, far, anything just anything in the world. <laughs> oh. uh, uh, Serena Williams. No, I, I actually yes. I do. What were you gonna say? Dylan? This is uh, <laughs> this is actually um, it is trending and it is a 
very on topic thing for us. Um, so they just passed a law, they being um, the TTB, which I always forget what that stands for, but it's the Trades Tobacco, mm-hmm. um, whatever, but they're in charge of regulating um, American spirits and goods. And the biggest thing that they've been trying to get passed uh, through the United States Congress is because, you know, bourbon is something recognized by the United States as a, a product unique to them. And that was passed way long ago. Um, and Scotland has their single malt that is recognized as a product of Scotland. Scotch is from them. Mm-hmm. Um, and a lot of other countries have single malt uh, laws, but America did not have any category for that. So I think just last week or two weeks ago, um, obviously not from the posting of this podcast, but from recording date, uh, they passed a definition of American single malt. Wow. So that is now a legal uh, category. And that is something that is very trending right now because barrels are becoming very expensive mm-hmm. to get, which means mm-hmm. bourbon is uh, very popular. But however, it, with with the future being uncertain with bourbon, um, leaves the possibility of American single malt mm-hmm. become a very big product. Yep. Nice. A, a good differentiation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Further differentiation in our, our local marketplace. Oh, I see. The universal hand sign. That's he yeah. wants to start. <laughs> <laughs> For, uh, so I, I just, um, it's interesting you talk about the laws because there are rums. Like, it, this is something that I just learned even this last week. Okay. Um, it's crazy the amount of laws, internationally even, for exporting, importing. Oh, yeah. And, uh, like, for example, I was looking at a particular rum called Havana Club. And it is a legit, like, you can only buy it in Cuba or the UK. Hmm. But there is a company that sells in the United States out of Jamaica. Oh, I'm sorry, Puerto Rico, called Havana Club. But it is not the same thing. Hmm. Sometimes people confuse that unless you do your research. And it's just like... That is a, a fascinating spot where I was like, wow, that's kind of crazy. Are you saying this is a rebranded product to be it able to be sold? It is a completely separate brand. Yeah, but it's the same. <laughs> it's the same product. name. Yeah. yeah. So oh, same, it's same it's name. It's like um, Glenn in right. Scotland. Right. Sure. Right. Okay. Right. Um, and then uh, possibly, for example, uh, Barbados, Jamaica, they have the laws in the books that if it comes out of that country, mm-hmm. like it must have no additives, no sugars, mm-hmm. et cetera, right? There's there's some GIs tied to that. Um, but what people will do is they will buy them, mm-hmm. and then they will export them from other countries, mm-hmm. adding the spices, et cetera. Yeah. Which is why I asked the in, uh, original question is, a lot of the true rums are actually like very much like a scotch or a bourbon. Yeah. Because there are no sugars. Now, do they use cane sugar, molasses, et cetera? But exact same distill process, yep. mm-hmm. right? Um, but that's is that was something that I immediately like the complexities. It, it's very, it's insane. There's like <laughs> people are amazed how much variety there are there is in, in beers, and the moment you get to a distilled product, it, that opens the doors further. You know, wider. further. And I'm obviously none of us here are experts on rum. You know, even yeah. Zach and I 
are not experts in anything, but we know whiskey a little bit more. So I'm not sure the uh, the diversity of rum, but the moment you have a distilled product and then you put aging into it and anything with that, then your outcome variant is exponentially. Yeah, and then you mix it with like sleeping yep. narcotics and stuff. <laughs> yeah, and right. wow, you start just the, ex- the level everywhere. of experience, <laughs> experience that you can have is unending for sure. Now, uh, you talk about again earlier on with regards to the the trending and such, and this first one here, I. Uh, Texas. Yeah, Texas. I've been surprised to see how many states, Mm -hmm. because usually you think, again, what's the, uh, what's the pro, you know, you're just like, oh, it must be from an island. It must be from, right, you know, tropical region. region. Mm -hmm. But Minnesota now, you know, I counted five on the shelf and I bought one of them and I was like, well, let's, let's try that. But this one's from Texas. So the, the interesting Mm thing, um, is when everyone thinks of, of, United States and they think of spirit, they think of bourbon. That was not the case 200 years ago. Um, you had things that were much more popular than um, whiskeys at that time, such as ciders and white rums. Um, I mean, aged rums came from just needing a container to transport it, which was the barrels came from. And not necessarily directly, that that's where the aging came from. You know, just because it took multiple months to transport it. Um, so They're like, man, this is way better yep. after after transport. <laughs> like it always it gets better. That's crazy. Um, and then you have <laughs> things like that's where naval strength comes from because it mm-hmm. has to be a certain strength for. And I forget what the reason is, but there's a a, a British standard proof which mm-hmm. is naval strength. Um, but the reason rum kind of fell out of favor is because it was sugar became taxed and they're like all right well if we're not going to distill rum then we're going to go to whiskey and the whiskey they did was rye rye was um the biggest um native producer or native spirit at the time after cider well not cider being distilled product but after rum and cider kind of had their their hate time their heyday um so Lesson learned: Americans are just cheap. We're gonna drink. Yeah. This. We're gonna make the well, cheapest liquor in the best that. way. And that's yeah. that's where you know, every major um, kind of turning point for a spirit yeah. mm. is always connected yeah. to a law. Yeah. Look at Irish whiskey; mm. that was all malted barley at one point, and then the British came in and said, "Hey, we're gonna tax your malted barley." Well, then they said, "Screw you! We're gonna mm-hmm. do a portion of unmalted yeah. barley," and that's where that comes in. It's yeah. it's almost never of. A, a purposeful discovery it's almost always yep. accidental yep it's like me at the liquor store when scotch tax hit it's like oh man like one's 100 bucks now yeah this bourbon's a lot cheaper or that <laughs> rum is way cheaper than that yeah so <laughs> let's, um, give, let's give that a try so uh, back to the texas whiskey so because i know nick wants to try some um so rum is coming back in favor and it, it, because it's not a there's not a de- designation of where it has to be produced Mm-hmm. It opens the doors um, for a lot of places to produce it. And Belconis is a massive distillery, well, massive in quotations, um, in Texas that does a lot of experimentation and does a lot of variants. And this is one of them. So it's a cool. it's a very interesting rum that we hopefully will try soon. Yeah. Ooh, Let's do they, some uh, pouring. Uh, what, where in Texas is it at? Winko. 
Waco. What's the Waco? What's the closest? Talk about Waco. Flamed. But hey, that's what you want. He's a Knicks. Cork Bob. Yeah. Ooh, nice. there you go. Nice. That's fun. That's good. We were losing dad there. He was mm-hmm. so uh he was starting to when I got to thinking about like cuz I've made some notes and stuff, but it's very interesting how again a lot of the just preconceived things mm-hmm. with whiskeys are the same with rums. Like people think pirates. People think like you know, the crazier the bottle the yep. more expensive, mm-hmm. then it must be good. And yep. it's like... Oh, you see that with tequila all the time. Yeah, like, same thing. I just, like, I just had one two days ago. That was like the, case. the entire glass, you know, um, decanter was this twisted like glass that's sure. completely unnecessary and actually makes it harder to store, harder to hold, <laughs> yeah. harder to grab. It's the tallest bottle on yep. the shelf. And then, and then the, the, the cap itself is a glass, you know, you got to pour it. Oh. You got to like, you know, you dump the whole thing upside down and then the water, or not the, the tequila will go into the cap. Really? And then it's because it's like a valve. Well, that's kind of interesting. And then you, yeah, that, that's cool. <laughs> but it's like, why? You know? Yeah. Like, yeah. Thank you. I didn't realize that this innovation of of glass containing would needed to be done. So. It's glass maker guys got to make their money somehow. <laughs> yeah. You, you got to justify our existence. Yeah. Dying profession. It uh, is crazy, <laughs> though, that. <laughs> it's crazy, though, how, how that can just like distort your thinking. Oh, yeah. Advertising works. right? Mm-hmm. You're just like, some marketing dude comes in and. Yep. Why, why should I buy a rum that's got a guy uh, dressed as a pirate yep. or a privateer standing on a barrel? Yep. I was watching a Studio Ghibli movie, and in one of the just scenes, real quick, they were just like, you know, want to have some whiskey? I was like, oh, that's kind of you know, cute, whatever. And you open, she opens it and puts the bottle on the the. Uh, what are these called? Coffee table. <laughs> Coffee table. <laughs> the and, table. And it's immediately recognizable. It was Johnny Walker Blue, right? It's where was in the, this? In the, it's a Studio Ghibli movie, oh. which is a Japanese, oh. Japanese like cartoon yep. anime, anime stuff. But it's like immediately because you know Blue Label, yep. and they've been doing that forever. You and, and I would obviously yeah. recognize that. Yeah, but yeah. even if you like, if if you've seen that bottle before, it's right. like, hey, that's that cool bottle I saw mm-hmm. at the liquor store, and that totally works. So. Right on. Product placement. Product placement. This is... Uh, we're, we're smelling it right now. Yeah. So this, this is, this it is, does this not s- smell like Texas. <laughs> it, 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 if I remember it, it has a um, a familiar Texas flavor in there. But, um, yeah, not off the nose. It is 60%. Um, quick overview for s- smelling um, is try to have your mouth a little bit open. For this one, because it is, it will burn your nose fairly fast. Even if your mouth is open, it kind yeah. of will still. Oh, you so, got a brandy stuff. So I don't is, know. Yeah, sure no, that, I'm getting a lot of smells here. But now so it's the smell of Texas. Is that like cheap gas and ammunition? Mm-hmm. Or, I was gonna say like, ah, like yes. it's like firearm <laughs> smoke. Yeah. Or or maybe it's, just farm. The smell smells. of very short highway runoffs. And, <laughs> oh my goodness! <laughs> this is uh, it smells very sweet and almost a little banana. Yeah. It's yeah. interesting. Hunter had something. What do you got, Hunter? We got on her. I was just wondering when uh when they started doing rum, Balconis. I would say at least two years ago. I might be wrong on that, but I know probably it, for sure the last year, my gut saying last two years, um, it's been something recently that's just entered our market. Um and they do special editions pretty much of everything. So I think there's like uh, even like some different rums. This is their standard rum. 
Um, all the ones that they have sold that I've seen of the standard are all 60%, which mm-hmm. is super cool. Yeah. I think there are higher ones that are single barrel yep. and are like, you know, even, even higher. Cause I don't remember what the distillation limit on rum is. There might not be one. Like as far as like the limit you can come off the still at, yep. so I know whiskey it's 160. So, but I'm not sure what rum is. Yep. And then that, that probably has different class, you know, classifications for depending on where it's from. But that is something that I, I wish to, Research, research, you and th- yeah, you think we, we maybe we should have done the research well, before I w- this? Episode. I had intent, but <laughs> I had intent. We'll just talk like we did yeah, it. We'll, and yeah, we'll, we'll talk f- like we yeah. know. That's kind of what we usually do. Is just kind of know or yeah, say more than we know, and then we just shut up when a real point's being made. If anybody <laughs> argues, just edit it out. Yeah. So I'm, I'm and for my sense, I'm getting a little like a raw cocoa mixed with uh, a little bit of like brown sugar. Yeah, I thought it was like, like a little caramely. Oh, caramely. Mm-hmm. It definitely has some fire to it for sure. Oh, yeah. It's got molasses. Mm. Mm-hmm. Sure that. Mm. I've noticed with Balconis in general, because I've had a few uh, of their bourbons, mm-hmm. it finishes very similar. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, alcohol is alcohol. Or, yeah. you know, there's only so much you can yeah. do to change the flavor of the specific molecule <laughs> when you have 60, when it makes up more than half the drink. But it does have that, there's that signature Belconis note mm-hmm. in there. And it it's still just, has it. It's like an, a super oaky. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I just watched a video of um, distillers revealing their own personal favorite whiskeys. I think it was that. It was another one. No, it was something else. But there was one. Somebody was talking about a Belconis that was their favorite, and it gives them. It always gives them like an apple note, mm-hmm. and the, there's something in there. Yeah, that's like a, I, I, I get like a green apple. Yeah, myself. Mm. for sure. I think it's but, more. Yeah, it's like that. It's the pungency, and a little. It's a little sour. Um, to be honest, it's kind of. It's really good because this isn't a sweet. As, no. I, as I think a rum would be. And that's know? that's exactly and that's the other that's thing what is, makes it so different. That would have definitely been my <laughs> predeceived notion. Yeah. <laughs> <Is it> too <laughs> hot, Matt. <laughs> but it definitely drinks like a whiskey. Like it's mm-hmm. it's not. But this is how most of the rums would have been. I know. It's but now it's... you you think of rum as being sweet because most of the times they're spiced or they're that banana flavored yeah. whatever. And I should say like even like the. Like it's it's hot. It's got like a little bit of smoky, you know, charcoaliness mm-hmm. to it. But like the caramel that I'm like drawing out of it, I feel like I'm searching for it because I'm used to rum being so sweet. I'm like, all right, where's the sweet bit? Right. I know there's some of that That's in interesting. there. Yeah, it yeah, definitely Nick, is smoky. Nick, yeah. You're used to drinking the uh, the Bumby rum and and stuff like that. It's Bumby Bumbo. Yeah, the the, the Bumbo rum was like the only one I actually tried. And it's 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 too sweet to like enjoy almost like it's yeah it'll work really hard to get through the bottle. Mm-hmm. I just proof this down with some water, <gasps> and it's uh, sure. Oh, I don't it's have really that. good. Sure. <laughs> Mainly, honestly, when you I, you want to try and I'll hand you this, but it, you got to pour it really slowly. It's got a little sure. lid on it. So it might be really nice with uh, spice. Here we got bottles coming as well. Oh. Thank you, Mel. I'm still using mainly just because. I think it's maybe because we started at 60, percent you know. But when you take away the harshness, it gains so much complexity. I mean, I can't even describe all the flavors I'm tasting. 
Should we? We never made mention of our crew. Posse. We made mention of our mm-hmm. crew. Yeah, we have an audience tonight of very extremely helpful people. Super lovely. Mm-hmm. My beautiful wife, Autumn. <laughs> my beautiful wife, Melody. You guys want to say hi? And my imaginary friend, <laughs> Pedro. <laughs> Pedro. <laughs> Pedro, you look so handsome today. Thank you, Pedro, for the pizzas. <laughs> Dylan got into the Adderall. I, mm. mm-hmm. <laughs> I knew this would happen sooner or later. Mm. Oh, it's so good. It's fun. It, yeah. I'm uh, I'm impressed, actually. From, a, again, like just Connell U.S. rum. Good job, Balconis. It's, it's pretty cool. I don't think I've ever had a bad product yet from Balconis. Nope. And I don't think we will. <laughs> don't say that. Please don't I make say a, that. A final decision, I think. Because it's, it's, it's good, but I, I think I wanted a little bit more. More what? Rum? Just, the bottle's just rum. right there. It, it just... I, <laughs> no, no, no. I, I just... Uh, <laughs> that brandy glass is like six ounces. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I can yeah, have about four or five more ounces and then a good nap. But I think as far as a rum goes, mm-hmm. I, I just don't... You know, like you guys said, obviously there's different flavors involved yeah. and everything, but... Um, it's too basic. To, You're yeah, expecting some something different. Yeah, some okay, exactly. Cool. exactly. You know, yeah, and I that. think that comes from, you know, coming from a, a distillery that traditionally does yep. other so spirits. Watch that actually words. brings up a... Another question, because again, like these others that I have, like I've never tried these, but I, I'm mm-hmm. curious. Uh, I just recently listened to another podcast, and they were talking about what to do with bottles that you don't like. Ah, mm-hmm. uh, yes, right. And um, you put them on shelves, and they sit there for years, and you die. Yeah, and, give me your kids, and your kids are like, "Why did he have this? Why for did so he long? save like, this? This thing went <laughs> bad." They, it was uh, always... <laughs> they actually had a lot of really good ideas, and one of them was what you just did, actually, which is open it up a little bit. You mm-hmm. know, add a little water. No, yep. you know, obviously, like again, this whole idea of a preconceived thing. You know, when when you're when you're doing it, um, again, meet you where you're at with regards to what you're trying to get out of a rum. But at yep. the same time, like maybe take a little of that lime or something and hit it mm-hmm. and, and see what happens. Um, That's another thing Cause I agree. It, it, it did drop off for me yeah. when I taste it. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, but I would love to experiment with that because mm-hmm. I, I feel like there is a foundation there that could be played with. And I definitely enough. like it. I definitely like it. Like, I don't want to underplay the the rum it's just no, it, you got it. we want your honest opinion you know you're overwhelmed you're yeah. like this is yeah exactly. fine mm-hmm. and i think I like wanted some a little more for things you know that you don't like too it's it's still for us like they still go to use because they're good mixers right yep. like anything that is not the best quality to drink by itself if we mm-hmm. like something if we really like something it's like we're not mixing this in anything mm-hmm. but then for the ones that are eh, you know they're all right it's, like, it's a shame though because like the really good stuff that is like perfect by itself is the best stuff to mix still, you know, because yeah, it maintains where's the that's coke true. at? Yeah. Yeah. Get Hunter a coke. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, 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 that's what I mean. <laughs> I mean, it's just true though. Like, better ingredients, better, better, pizza, better rum, Papa, John's. Papa Hunter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we we talked about that on the last episode of uh, is doing a expensive cocktail uh, episode. Mm-hmm. Not not expensive as like finding the core spirits. Um, Using expensive ver- versions of each exactly. core ingredient yep. in a cocktail, yeah, and, and compare maybe comparing that to a a standard um, spirit offering. So you know, doing a rum and uh, or a bourbon and coke, rum and coke, whatever. Doing mm. you know, using Maker's Mark, and then using um, maybe a 
bookers, you know, about a hundred dollars compared to about thirty dollars. Is it significantly better? Yeah. But that and this is the same thing, you know. With this proof, I would actually love to try a rum old fashioned. Yeah. I think that that would be yeah. pretty fun mm-hmm. uh, with with that. Base. Especially that this is, it's it's super oaky still, yeah. and it does retain a lot of similarities to a whiskey. Mm-hmm. That would be a, a very fun um, spinoff. Yeah. 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 So sure. maybe you know Shamian, but how, what's what's like a regular aging period for, for rum, the good stuff? How long would you age good rum? At least. That's hard. At mm-hmm. least five years? Right. Three to five years? You know how long this is aged for being t- from Texas? No. 23 months. I thought it was going to be 36. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Wait, let it's, me convert that in my head. It's less than two years. <laughs> I mean, that's... Yeah. It, and that's because, you know, temperature and the rick housing. And, but the kind of flavors you get from aging something so fast, sure. it's not delicate. It's yeah. it's hard hitting. Right. Um, That process. It is impressive, yeah. But... I think that that's something that makes Texas anything different when you age in a barrel, because we talk about that all the time with whiskey. Hmm. Um, I love Balcones is dope because they they do it well. Like we, there's a lot of Texas whiskeys that don't get it quite right. You know, you age it for two years, sometimes three, and it doesn't quite come out yeah. as you know. It's just, <clears> it's swift. Su- yeah, it's really simple, and it's not that good. And then you get. Balconis, and they're like, "This is how it's. This is how it's done." <laughs> yeah, that's interesting. That's actually another thing with regards to the marketing that I noticed with rums is they're doing the barrel thing. They're saying, mm. "Well, this is in this cask, and this is you know this other cask or single." You know, it's yeah. like, yeah, that's mm-hmm. like saying you cold brew your beer. You know, <laughs> like or you know it's cold filtered. Sorry, yeah, uh, everybody does that, but. Um, yeah, this it's an impressive one. I again, like I'd like to try that with an old fashioned, see what happens. But uh, it's a, it's good. Maybe we'll have to road trip to Balcones. Oh, that's yes. what I love about marketing, though. You know, people do the most obvious things, but they put it in a pretty way yeah. to attract the average oh, yeah. listener. I, that's First that's what it's all about. Yeah, but if yeah, the yeah. mountains are blue, it's it's ready to drink. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so. um, I think the other note, the other thing about this is this might be this is definitely the first, might be the only. I believe, if I remember right. This is actually made with um, bootstrap molasses, not cane sugar, because there's a bunch of different varieties of making rum. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe Zach could confirm. I think it, it says it on the back of the bottle, but and usually I think that that would be a lower grade of distilling sugar. Yeah, bootstrap doesn't sound fancy. No. <laughs> I mean, they just call it. They just call it uh, the finest molasses available. That's all I they not, say. Where did I see that? Um, in Waco. <laughs> yeah. Hey, they get good stuff there. It's okay. Good stuff. Yeah. So here's the tasting notes. Just just to compare what we kind oh, of sure. were saying. Uh, bold, bold and robust is its properties, and then uh, rich, deep fruit with viscous, warm notes of vanilla. Mm. It's like thick mm-hmm. vanilla. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's thick. Yeah. And yep, and caramel. Mm-hmm. Well, bootstrap molasses, it uh, helps relieve uh, constipation. Wow. <laughs> so now it's time for a bathroom break. Relieves constipation, you guys, he said. Did you guys nice. know that rum is the first spirit that was drank for pleasure and not used for medical purposes? According to who? Yeah, I, rum. I, I talked to a guy. Does that play into uh, Navy strength? When they talk about Navy, tr- Navy yep. strength at all? I believe it, though. 
So I believe uh, it. Navy Navy strength is a. There was reasons for having naval strength beyond um, flavor. I'll look that up. But mm. again, okay. Hmm. Yeah, so, I, I'm wondering um, when you say naval strength. I'm not. I'm actually not familiar with that term. But with rum, what I've been hearing and reading about is ester count. Is that anything that's within whiskey or bourbon at all? Ester I've never count? heard of that referred to. Okay. Mm-hmm. Esters. I, Esters, yeah, the like amount of esters. <laughs> but uh, that's, it's one of the things that you know people are. Like, some groups are like, "Hey, the higher the esters count, like the better." And it's like, but then there's other people that argue, "No, mm-hmm. you know." But yeah, I, I'm just wondering if that's sort of like. Oh, the same. Yeah, I, I too have. I mean, I, I have again heard that still term. learning here. But yeah, I've heard I'm that just term. Like, what the not, heck? Not in whiskey. Not yeah, that okay. discussion about. It might be like when you are a distiller. We need a at, chemist. Yeah, we need a chemist to come in. <laughs> I mean, how far removed, really, are, like, you know, molecular biologists, chemists, and master distillers, <laughs> you know? Not, yeah, for sure, right? I mean, yeah, your divisions PhD, are a little different, man. but you probably had to take, if you are, like, a collegiate-educated person, you probably took the same classes <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> to right be all three of those. So, should we... I like to give ratings for stuff. I know this is the first one. Okay. And it's kind of hard to compare it to anything else. Sure. But I just like doing out of tens. So yeah, maybe. tens being tens being perfect, like it okay. could not get any better. Hmm. That'd be a ten. And one, and being... that, so that's almost impossible to be. But yeah, yeah. So like five is still like this was good. Okay, uh, may I ask um, how much for the bottle? Is this seven fifty mil? It's seven fifty. Okay. Um, what price range are we talking here? Fifty sixty. Yeah. Really? I think. Wow. Okay. Well, I suppose it's a sixty proof. Mm-hmm. So. Right. Yeah. Know, knowing the price, yeah, it's like a price. Yeah. Oh, that's a, that's a yeah, different calc- well, yeah. but still, that's a different even calculation. But Dylan enjoyment it, to so value already. Yeah, I, I think value, like, yeah, because that to me is also part of the rating. Yeah, like, in a sense, well, like, I okay, go, yeah. No, I, I'm with you. Yeah. I'm totally like, yeah. I, I will only buy things that are of value to me, like for the money. Mm-hmm. But I can usually differentiate between how good it is, and then you add the price factor, right. and then it's like, all right, for sure. Then you take the combined value. Totally so, like, fair. so this is like, yeah, this is like a six out of ten, but it's sixty bucks, and there's lots of sixty dollar other drinks that I are there's seven, eight, nines out of ten. Yeah, so I'm gonna buy those instead for sure. Um, I would, that, that yeah. in my opinion, I'd agree with that. I yeah, I would say a six as well. Like, and I I actually feel like it could go. You play with it, it could go to seven. Mm-hmm. Because uh, I agree, like again, that foundation is there yep. to play with. Uh, you know, it's it's yep. clean enough. It's because re- yeah, this is really good to start. Yeah, and then stops. It, it it's not great. It's just the best good. It's the best good can be. <laughs> yeah, I, and I think a lot of people find this very hot. So, um, yep, I'd, I'd give it a six and a half. I, I said six. Okay. I, I'll stick with that. Okay. It's hard for me to to do it on the the first drink, but I'm gonna go like five, five, yeah, 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 yeah. It's it, it, it's very strong, um, and of course I you know base my rum on around Sailor Jerry, <laughs> so uh, you know Sailor Jerry being a ten. In my in my book, so this is fifteen. Uh, <laughs> no, this this would be this would be lower. This would be like oh, a seven. Wow. wow. Okay. We are tearing down the walls tonight. Yeah. Oh, Texas boy. is angry. Man. Um, 
So but, I, I did oh well. I did a very limited research, very in depth. So Foremost expert now on on naval strength rum. Yep. Um, according to this one website, so it, <laughs> uh, naval strength is used to be. It was a measurement created by the English. It seems um, it goes back to proofing. United States proofing is fifty percent. You double that, right? One hundred yep. proof. Yep. Um, their proofing at a hundred proof was actually fifty four to fifty seven. Mm-hmm. So it was a different proofing. Um, but so naval strength, I believe, is actually around that hundred percent measurement that they developed. So it's different from United States proof measurement. Um, so between fifty four fifty seven. This just says it was uh, it's part of the daily ration for sailors at the time, and it gave them that extra kick to load cannons yep. yeah. if they're being sh- fired at. I everything so everything is fine. Yep. Everything plus, plus the drunk. It's, it's strong enough. It's strong enough to use as accelerant to light yeah, the cannons. Exactly. You know, if, they, if need be, like yep. all around a gunpowder. I'll just Good put the deal. rum in. Fire the molten rum. <laughs> right. Save just ignore those ones. explosions in the background. That's, yeah. Those yeah. are fireworks. Yeah. Captain, I have a splinter <laughs> through my chest. Drink more rum. You'll feel better we'll about double it. Double your rations. Mm-hmm. Thank you, wow, Captain. Wow, that's crazy. Cool. Naval strength. That's interesting. I think it, it's. I think more commonly heard with gin, mm-hmm. naval really? strength gin. Oh yeah. man, I gotta start but reading more. I, no, you don't. You just gotta listen to podcasts. <laughs> yeah, to I, it's just interesting. I have a podcast idea. Yeah, okay. about rum. I know this is kind of straying again, but I think we should play Sea of Thieves <laughs> while we do Trick a rum. naval strength. Uh-huh. Podcast. Oh. I that would be a good podcast. It would be a perfect so, YouTube channel. And it's yeah. just and it's just <laughs> like channel. real life. You know, you could be like a sailor because you get you get shot at from the other ships, <laughs> mm-hmm. but you also have to find time to take a drink and review the drink yep. while you're sailing. And if you die around. in the game, you die in real life. Yeah, there is a new pirate game coming up, by the way. Like <laughs> this fall, game. that looks really good. amazing. Ubisoft, so, Ubisoft, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So we'll we'll have to do that. Yeah. Oh, that anyway, super fun. <laughs> Is it time for the next Captain one? Yep, I think we're look. Yeah, let's get to the uh, let's get to the next one. Okay. Oh, go ahead. <laughs> you go ahead. It's I think it's time for the next one. Yeah, so I'm excited for this first one here because you mentioned Foursquare earlier, and we have a Foursquare. Oh, we have a Foursquare. We have we actually have um, this this company was bought by Foursquare. Oh, okay. Yeah, so this is Barbados. Mm-hmm. So we're going to get on a plane. Just like the pirates, Zach. Just yeah. like the pirates. Uh, but this is what's considered a Bahan rum, meaning you cannot add anything else to it other than the caramel color. Okay. Okay. Uh, yeah, what's the color norm- normally like? Just clear? Clear. Or, yeah. Yep. Yep. And so uh, this is 40%. Cool. But this is Dorley's aged eight years. Oh, wow. Excellent. Okay. It's so a little bit older than the Balcona. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just by six years. But I'll I'll pass you the bottle. Um and you can take a look at it. Cool. Does it have a like a pirate captain on it? Nope, it's got a parrot. Oh, so is, no, that yeah. is still yeah. on theme. That is a pirate captain. Yeah. Okay. While we're while we're passing this around, I'm driving around. Fine uh, old. I drove over the river from St. Paul to Minneapolis. Uh, I forgot which bridge it was, and there was this guy. He had no shirt. He was in, like, his late 40s, and on his shoulder 
was a parrot <gasps> outside. A real life pirate. A real life one. And and I just see him, he's taking selfies with himself. And I just see like he's a what he's just got a parrot on his shoulder. I've never seen a parrot in the open in real life, not in a zoo, not in a cage. Just it's like taking a walk with a pet, you know? And the parrot chooses to to shelf on his shoulder. It's well, it's crazy. He's he's missing his wings. Yeah, he's, so yeah, he's he can't fly. Yeah, he's forced to. Uh, <laughs> he's been stay. De- he's been clipped. <laughs> my <laughs> loyal parrot <laughs> friend. My loyal parrot friend. You move on. He was so more. colorful. I'm like, this is the craziest thing ever. I've never seen. Because I had a parrot, and the poor thing was just in a cage forever. Why'd you put you it had in a cage? Parrot? Yeah, my gra- when my grandpa died, uh, he had a parrot and two parrotlets, and we inherited them. What's a parrotlet? Uh, it's kind of like a parakeet. But it isn't. It's a, it's like a cousin of the parakeet, and I mean they're all super cute. We called the 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 big parrot. His name was King Solomon because he had a little tuft of blonde hair on the front or blonde feathers that looked like a crown, and we just <laughs> called him King Solomon. And he could talk. He would just say, I think the words he used were like wait, and then and then also it would just be like <laughs> so creepy. Yeah, no, right? no. yeah, wait, and then the I mean. I guess I shouldn't say words. It was just very distinctive sounds. Like, More like, like threats. Yeah. You don't don't go to sleep. One, one was don't like, fall asleep. He'd make a door opening. They're coming for you. He'd make like a door opening uh, call. You know, like. Uh, and then and then one would just be like a scream, you know. Oh. Yeah. So it's like the last moments of someone. <laughs> oh, <laughs> no. He recorded your grandpa. <laughs> Uh, wait! Oh, <laughs> oh no! Oh, no. <laughs> oh my goodness! It's weird because that's kind of what happened. I heard. Yeah. Like the, no. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I think my dad was last, was the person who was in the room when he died. So <laughs> I think I just learned something I shouldn't have. <laughs> so excellent. This is a cork pop of the Dorley's Barbados rum. Ooh, nice. Yeah. Nice. I like it. So yeah, this is uh, this is real rum. When it's a Bahan rum, okay. like this is the you're not getting your spices, all the sugars, additives, etc. So we will get there if we want to, <laughs> but again, uh, because of the core of this podcast, I figured that these were the ones to just try to you know taste Bruce, out. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm excited. Um, but yeah, this is Dorley's. Eight year. What does it smell like, Hunter? It smells uh, it smells nice and sweet. Yeah, I really like that aroma. As opposed to not nice and sweet. Well, it's bad last, and sweet. the last one. I mean, the last Compared one. I last, smelled yeah. it. It just it. And like I said, I I have my opinions. I'll leave them there. <laughs> well, well, let's hear them. Come come <laughs> find me. But yeah, tell us this, again. This, this one. This one smells really good. Cool. Like oh yeah. The- oh man. Super vanilla, mm-hmm. like super. It doesn't burn my nostrils this time. What is twenty percent less? Yeah, twenty percent less. Twenty oh, percent. Okay. This is forty percent alcohol. Gotcha. Okay. Thank you. Vanilla, caramel, apple. Ooh, yeah. Oaky. Oh yeah. Started in nineteen oh eight. That is good. This company. This company, yeah. But then, I think 2015, 2016, purchased by Foursquare. 
What Ooh, I'm, I'm like spelling silky. something particular. It's gonna kill me because I can't can't describe it well. I'm with oh, you on it's, that. it smells like okay. Sp oddly specific. When you're mixing like watercolor paint, that's what I get. Like yeah, it, I know, I know. Kind of watered down. I get that. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. It, it smells like paint, but not like acrylic paint or oil-based paint. Just like those watercolor, like watercolors that you yep. mix in school. Mm. Tastes better than that, though. It's better than watercolor. I don't know. That was pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> did, you, did you eat paint chips? No, I drank them. <laughs> yep. Get a good blue going. Eat some play-doh. Drink some paint chips. Perfect mix in elementary school. It's very light. Mm hmm Very yeah. light. Oh, yeah. This is hydrating. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Keep you going on the ship. <laughs> yeah, super. Yeah, like a, the, the, the peel of a banana, you know, a little more fibrous. Would you say it's kind of potassium-y? Tastes like potassium. Okay. Peel of banana. Get it? Okay. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Elements. I'll work that in there. So I hit, I hit the lime. And that smell actually becomes sweeter. Oh. If you want to give it a I, shot. I get a lime in there. The lime. So far away. Mm-hmm. Just got to do some, some yeah. good leans. And get that on your, on your palate and yep. then hit so, it again. So when you you'd lime in the mouth? Yep. I wish I was better at recognizing certain wood types. This is mm. uh, the white oak. Hmm. Right, but like the, uh, the smell, hmm. my my brain has popped up sandalwood because that's an often referred <laughs> mm -hmm. to smell, but not necessarily that it smells like sandalwood, but it it does smell like a certain wood. It smells like Old Spice deodorant. Just kidding. Yeah, I'm gonna do Frank. The the lime doesn't make it better for me. I kind of like okay. it. I liked it a little sure. more simple. Okay. The acidity. Mm. It does. It does kind of cut through the lime, and that's a fun sensation. Yep. I love that. Yep. But it doesn't actually make it taste better, in my okay. in my opinion. Sure. This would super easy. Just have a glass of this, and no threat. It's just super nice. Knock it back. Mm -hmm. Drink at your own speed. Yep. Or is that Belconis? You can't drink that thing really no. fast. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, not that you want to drink this fast either, but no. it's it's a lot more easy. It's a um, that's what it is. It's a it's a background spirit, like background whiskey. You, it's not the primary activity. Mm -hmm. You can watch no. a movie, play some games, read mm -hmm. something, mm -hmm. and you could have this. Whereas that Balconis might yeah. take more of the attention. Yeah, I, it, it's probably because we because we started with that Balconis, but this just has a gentle mouth feel. You know, mm -hmm. it's silky. More what is forty like, percent? Yeah, I, yeah. But I just mean like it does. Yeah, it doesn't attack your tongue. The vapors don't vaporize in your mouth. You're not eating, you know, gas. You're just you're just drinking liquid, and it's really really calming. And it, I get a lot in my like the, you know, like when you have a sensation on the tongue and then it like activates the nerves of your face. Lots in like the the sides of my mouth. The, mm. the upper cheeks are like. Mm, you have the Draconis really nice. muscle. And <laughs> yeah. The Draconis muscle. Philippian dopus. Philippian dopus. <laughs> Hunter, is that are those correct? dinosaurs? Uh, they'd be your maxillary. Maxillary. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. Thank you so much. Yeah. I was going a little more. Hunter's a model. What is this one, Hunter? 
What is this one? <laughs> that's your temple. Um, I would agree, though. Hunter, like, what is this one? But that's also, again, personal preference. Right. When I look at, or when I seek out, I should say, a uh, something that I am going to sip, I like that 40 range, mm-hmm. you know, because it's it's just enough, you know? Yeah. Yeah, that, that's a good word, or that's a good phrase, it's just enough, because mm-hmm. it's... That's that's absolute truth. It's just enough. You're right there. It doesn't have to be stronger. You don't want it weaker. Right. It's right. Right. You just made it. That's and, awesome. and that's why I like having it in that range with with a rum because of those complexity of flavors that you can have, especially when mixing, etc. Mm-hmm. You know. But but yeah. Yeah. Okay. Thank, yeah. Thank you for sharing. This stuff yeah. is really good. Awesome. So we're ready for the next one. Uh, huh? Rating. Yeah, we're ready. Uh, oh yes, yeah, we got, yeah. Thank you, Hunter. Yep. Look at me. Thank you so much. I right, so I don't want to know the price, and I'm just I'm gonna say I, I didn't like it as much as the Balcones Texas rum, so I'm gonna give it a five. It's a five out of ten. Mm-hmm. I liked it before I I introduced the the acidic fruits and whatnot, but because I think I kind of lost some of the like more subtle flavors. I had a, just a bunch of lime in my mouth. Right. And that I sounds like user error to me. Wow. You ate the lime wrong. I well, yeah, I didn't eat the rind. <laughs> it's the inside. Eat the brine first. Am I <laughs> yeah. to oh, so I should have <laughs> ate the rind. Okay. Yeah, I don't know. I'll, I'm just gonna copy Zach because I'm a follower. We'll do five out of five. <laughs> okay. Sure. Give a number. I am. Uh, I am not a mm-hmm. follower. I mm-hmm. am going the opposite direction. I would give it seven. Ooh, seven. High praise. Yeah. It's very nice. It's a good sipping one. Much better than the, the stronger one. I, I appreciate the the more subtle flavors of it, and it is uh, much better than the other one. I, I'd give it an eight. An eight? Whoa. Wow. I mean, I always have to remind people, like, just under, understand what you're saying with eight. You're saying Ten that there's only, only two points more, and that would be perfect. Perfect. Could not get any better if yeah, it was twenty percent better. Sailor Jerry's a fifteen. I think it is hard with inexperienced rum drinkers because mm-hmm. you know? it's like you don't you don't. <laughs> ouch! First of all, ouch! And second of all, I, I believe Go so. On. Yes. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You don't Zach, did that. you turn twenty-one last week? <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, okay. No. I agree with you, the honor. Mm-hmm. You're good. Say what you need to say, oh, man. I was, I was just going to say, you don't you don't have that experience to put together a, a relative scale. It's a different yeah. taste, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Why are you looking at Zach when you said that? Yeah. I, I'm, I'm youthful. <laughs> youthful in appearance. Youthful. Just let the he man moisturize I moisturize, guys. The podcast. Exfoliates. Yeah. <laughs> um, I mean, it's very, very easy drinking. It's very... I love that the flavors are so up front and the alcohol kind of takes a backseat, which is what I think of when I think of rum. So I think of the sweetness is cranked up and the alcohol is more subtle. Um, this is still not as complicated as I would enjoy. So for that, I think I'm going to give it a, a five also. Yeah. Also, I, I guess I should add too that historically, me, Zach, don't like rums. Uh, true. I, I haven't had a rum on the podcast where I'm like, this is amazing. Mm. I'm really hoping tonight I, sure. I can be proved wrong. 
sorry, I'll, should I let? No, go ahead, man. I was just gonna say. So when I said inexperience, <laughs> it was actually it was <laughs> oh, it was not throwing shade. Direction, just you make it fun everybody. Point. Now I'm gonna no, stop you. No, don't. I'm not offended. Yeah, it sounds like you're just trying to butter him up now. I'm not gonna walk back my statement. No, it just wasn't directed at Zach. It was directed more at my myself. And people that haven't wow. had it's directed had at rum. the parrot on the bottle. Yep, he's <laughs> yeah. the parrot. He's don't know what he wants. Reflecting himself the, the upon us via <laughs> our unfamiliarity. It's just weird how he said it. Drink. He's like, "You right. guys don't <laughs> have any experience." Watch your back. <laughs> <laughs> so I'll say, wait, um, wait. <laughs> I uh, again with the balconis. Um, Man, that has got such a solid foundation where this one really just lightened up all of a sudden. Mm-hmm. And even mm-hmm. though, like, I think it's a nice, clean rum, I, I would not guess that's an eight-year. No. Just by the yeah. lightness and mm-hmm. the textures. I think uh, we drank these out of order. Cause well, hey, we got, we got we're learning, more. right? But now we, we got more to go. For sure. Yeah. Um, but, but again, like, I, that is the uh, – that's the thing that I think – we got to get out of our heads too is is mm-hmm. these years and and then going mm-hmm. well it should mm-hmm. be better and it's like it's, mm-hmm. no it's different but i would like to play with this rum because of its lightness and i think that you know again not mixing something heavy with it that's overpowering but again unlocking something there mm-hmm. you know it's yeah. interesting you mentioned that the paint thing it's like does it need to breathe a little more mm-hmm. and, and and thing you know so again a a nice foundation but definitely lighter from a uh just complexity yeah as you mentioned dylan the, the other thing i would i that you reminded me of shamian is um the two things that could be massively impacting these other than blending and whatever um we don't know what proof this off distill these came from because Belcona's traditionally from a whiskey distillery could be treated more as a whiskey and less of a traditional rum um where this barbados it might be coming off the still a lot higher, which would mean a lot of that those heavier, meatier flavors um, and that traditionally make it more complex might be left behind in the Barbados. Also, what proof they're going in at the barrel. Um, those are all different things. I have absolutely no idea what, what they would be treating a, a rum at. Um, and those, so those two things for me would be something that would be very interesting to figure out what and how those are uh, affecting the flavors. For sure. No, that's a good point, actually, because um, when I was researching this one, uh, my notes here is that it's a blend of column and pot still rums, mm. right? So, Yeah. Um, I for, I know Balconis does a lot pot still. I, oh. 85% sure they have a column, but I think they only use it for gin i forget no, I, the, I the one remember. we just tried was all pot still okay yeah sure. it's, on, it's on the label sure Makes Cop, sense. copper pot specifically mm-hmm. yeah finally um, finally hammered <laughs> yeah it's got the they, perfect they dimples a, yeah, the hammer is hung up yep. across the doorway it's yep. like, this is the hammer it's the finest ball peen hammer you've ever seen and they had to have a professional come in that makes the best dimples you know yeah. bing, jamie bing, jamie bing. the hammer man <laughs> so yeah let's let's move on to the next one please all right this one is called appleton estate okay mm. 12 year from jamaica I've actually had this one before. You have. Mm-hmm. Excellent. Mm-hmm. Did you, okay. Did you say 
Did you say Jamaica? Mm-hmm. Jamaica. Jamaica, me crazy man. <laughs> you know, no. we'll edit that out in post. <laughs> that needs to go. Our, like, four Jamaican listeners mm-hmm. just left. Yep. Do you have that many? I gotta know. Yeah, that's, um, that's a good question. Or I'm assuming there's gotta be. I'm gonna four. have to check. It's the rum episode. Yeah. Jamaicans I'm gonna have to, are like, ah, yes, the, finally. Double check the demographic on that to see if we're actually. Double check. What's crazy uh, about um, as as that gets opened up? So these were really hard to find. Like yeah. I, I did some research, and you know we're in Minnesota. Do, do we want to cork <laughs> pop that, or is it too late? She's got to break the seal. Okay. Yeah. Um, I went to, uh, so I was looking on Total Wine, right? And and um, just, again, like reading reviews, making notes. And Total Wine didn't have any of these. And, uh, well, I shouldn't say that. They had a few of these. Mm-hmm. But then uh, I got on Reddit, and there's a really nice uh, Reddit uh, rum community there. And... Um, Somebody mentioned Haskell's here in Minnetonka. Okay. And the buyer that's there, I mean, it's a wall of rum. There's there's a ton in there. In fact, they weren't even on the Haskell's website. Mm-hmm. And I got in there, I was like, oh, my God, this is exciting. Yeah. So I actually, I had a list that I was going to buy. Yep. And then I got there, threw the list out. <laughs> I'm like, oh, my God, <laughs> they have this, this yeah, and they have this. That, and, <laughs> yeah. Yep. So um, I got really excited uh, for these because um, I've read some really good reviews about these. Um, but, yeah, I'm definitely excited for this one for sure. Yeah, I'm excited about this one. We're going to do a cork pot on the Appleton 12-year. Mm, poppy. It was very – You can smell you know, the Jamaican That pork. cork did not yeah, want to come out. Uh-uh. <laughs> yes, it was in there. I'm excited about this one. This one's not 40%. It's 43 mm-hmm. Ooh. Um, and I, know, I have heard that the Jamaican ones are a little bit more funky as far as flavor. Ooh, I like funk. So I'm looking forward to this one and maybe being a little bit more complex. But So fun fact, Appleton Estates is the only rum we bought for our first like two years of marriage. Congratulations. Mm-hmm. Wow. And then what did you explore after that? We, I, I don't even know what... <laughs> Uh, just Bacardi. Sealer Bacardi. Uh, <laughs> Bacardi party yeah. all I think, night. I think it's every about night. time that we um, try something different. Let's let's. But no, I just I uh, I'm not gonna give my thoughts because I don't want to influence anyone. Okay, but, you know. But yeah. thank you, yeah. thank you for Bacardi your Bacardi restraint. Kind of cool. Didn't this, have it back. <laughs> this uh, this line Appleton Estates reminds me a lot of like uh, the Glenlivet, the Glen Meringue, like where they go. We're gonna give you a twenty dollar bottle, but we're gonna give you a hundred fifty dollar bottle, mm-hmm. and. And they're all just going to have good things about them. Mm. And this is the, the middle range one. Um, because there, there are definitely ones that you can get that are just like mixer ones. You know, they're sweeter, et cetera. Mm-hmm. But this one is... Uh, yeah. They got the ones where they, they make some bulk money out of, you know, they yeah. make them in bulk. They yeah. sell them for cheap, but their profit margin's high. Right. And then they then they have their fun ones where they're, yeah. they're distillers and they're artisans and they're expressionists. Can be yeah. like, all right, this is something <laughs> worth drinking. Right. And and that is uh, something you're not going to get with the Dorleys. Uh, yeah. So, I, yeah, good point. I did mm. look. Um, we do not have a Jamaican demographic currently. So currently. if anyone is interested in that. We do have South African, mm-hmm. um, Isra- Israel, mm-hmm. Germany, and a couple other ones. Cool. But 
no, no, no Jamaican. We're a global podcast, oh, people. A global community nationwide. of Minnesotans. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and we drink everything made in the barrels. <clears throat> Kid, that nose, man. Flowers that, much? Funk. Like, <laughs> so I, I, I'm smelling very floral. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I have a note that I picked out. I want to save it for the last, not to just in case if I influence anything. That is. But I do like this a lot. Yeah. More. It's, this is my favorite nose out of the three. For sure. For sure. It is very colorful. Mm. Yeah, it's very like a leafy, like a. Uh, a cabbage, a fresh cabbage or a spinach kind of vibe. Okay, so the note I was getting on the nose that, that stood out, that that's all there, all those other notes. Sulfur. Sulfur. Like it's, oh. it's not rank enough for me to be like, oh, yeah. It's I, I'm a not little getting... bit like a match head. Uh-huh. I'm trying. I'm, I'm trying. But like those... Those matches that you get at like Pottery Barn, <laughs> the good ones, the, bend, the, the bendy ones, ones. <laughs> oh, yeah. the good ones. Yeah, it's like a note of banana leaves. Yeah, yeah banana, banana leaves. Banana leaves. Yeah. I have not experienced banana leaf. I was thinking sauerkraut. 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 Yeah, because I was thinking, well, I was. I think I thought this silently, but kimchi, which is <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. It's along the lines of sauerkraut. If the German listener could. Right in and tell us about sauerkraut. Yeah, you German listener, please. I think we, we we have sauerkraut. I mean, we're all they know sauerkraut. Yeah, they got real oh, sauerkraut. Yeah. I I taste this. I bend the Black Forest in in Uptown. <laughs> that makes me about because I already have fifty percent German heritage, so that means I'm basically German. Now tell me the difference between the nose versus the taste. I haven't tasted. My it goodness, it's very different. Very different. I've noticed that it. It swallows. It's so smooth going down, and then it comes back up the nose, and it just yeah, it's sharp. It's interesting. There's, there's a, um, it's doing something to the tip of the tongue, right at the beginning, but that sticks through the whole way. It's like a, a tart, tartness, to it, but it, right at the beginning, as it first hits the tongue, and it stays through, into the finish. And still lingers through. Mm-hmm. It's very interesting. That pulled the intent, my attention, mm-hmm. um, first and foremost. Yeah, I compare this sweetness profile to not that of like sugar or molasses, but like bread. This kind of has a bready note or flavor note to me. Cinnamon bread. Cinnamon bread. This is like, in my opinion, like the Lacroix flavored rum, where you had the rum, <laughs> and this. <laughs> This is no, the let rum that you know. It's it's sitting in the other room, and you're like filter feeding through the air, trying to taste the rum. Like it doesn't taste like anything, but there's like an essence of something. I mean, I guess like it tastes kind of dusty. I it's, guess I, earthy. I can get. I guess I can kind of get with that. I mean, I think it tastes a lot like rum. It tastes better I don't, the more you drink. <laughs> just, just take it. Just slam it. Uh, you're, then tell us what you think. Well, I'm taking, you know, <laughs> no, I'm just little sips yeah. and getting a progressive, like flavor bill. I will say, I'm not going to say anything about rating, but I will say I am deeply impressed by this bottle so far. Mm-hmm. This one so far for me is um, the most surprising. 
Because I, I, I kind of knew what to expect from a Balconis, 60%. Yeah. This is surprising me mm-hmm. um, with no expectation no. going in. I just like how many flavors you get. Because, you know, the mm-hmm. first drink, you taste something. The second sip, some different. Third sip, some different. You know, not every rum or well, any not every drink has different flavors every time you sip it. This one does. It tastes mm-hmm. different the more you drink of it, mm-hmm. which is super cool. It's super complex, mm-hmm. and that's probably because of the tw- – I think in this case, it's because of the age. 12 years. Right. I think the 12 yeah. years is making that a reality. This is remind me of uh, the allspice that we have up there, mm-hmm. uh, the dram. Oh, for sure. Um, man, that's it, – it's, uh, it's crazy. It's 43. I taste – 15 like there's no <laughs> alcohol to it's this super smooth mm-hmm. and like it is i don't gentle. think it's quite as smooth as the last one the door lees okay really but yeah no i think this is it's, harsher it's, i'm gonna yeah, yeah. I don't, yeah. I don't know if I, hunter say what you're gonna see it's be it's because of the the nose i i feel yeah. because it, it's it tastes it tastes very smooth but it combined it I would agree that it's it's harsher than the last one. Mm-hmm. I was I was gonna side. Um, Shaming and Zach, you both said essentially things I agree with. Is but I, I'm what I think I contributed to is excluding cheaper spirits with how their alcohol burn occurs is like a nicer uh, bourbon or a scotch with the proof still being low, less than fifty, but it's still being off of that 40% minimum it's to me when I experience kind of a nicer um, whiskey or something it's that additional alcohol to a certain point doesn't contribute towards a a burningness but just adds that flavor it's a multiplying of Mm -hmm. the flavor and this is a prime example at least in my opinion Mm -hmm. of what uh, it's prime occurring yep it's been sanded essentially it's smoothened Mm -hmm. it out Mm mm-hmm You've lost all the harshness that alcohol creates. This would this is we'll a nice see. one. Yeah. yeah. As I Super smell deep. it, I feel like I'm losing like that first nose. I was getting way like super strong floral smells progressively as I smell I'm losing that. But as I taste it, I feel like I'm getting a little bit more every time yeah. on the flavor. But mm-hmm. not. this is an That's apple what I was saying. Pie. Every time you drink it, yeah. it tastes it, a little it, different. It is yeah. It's very much a fall rum mm-hmm. but yeah. it's closer to the rum yeah right that we're yeah. kind of mm-hmm. like thinking about talked about earlier yeah. Yeah. and so for this one i don't want and can't think of anything i would mix this with you know i, I can't even imagine yeah. putting I this in something no. else because it would, it would, it would well yeah it would it would be ruined or yeah. it would ruin what i'm mixing it with because it, it's yeah. what it's what it it's like belong. is um it, it i it can be mixed but you don't want to mm-hmm. it's like if somebody <laughs> Like an experience I had is I bought a bottle of Angel's Envy rum yep. for the rye. Yep. It's rum finished. And I'm like, oh, this is just good on its own. Super good. And I let someone try it. And they're like, oh, yeah, this is really good. And then I saw them later making a cocktail out of it. And I'm sure it was amazing, the cocktail. But the only thing I could think of at that point was like, that was just $80. And you just took a quarter <laughs> of the bottle and mm-hmm. used it for mm-hmm. That's a mixer, yeah. Like, Matt, what uh, you, Matt, what do you think of this? I like it. It's <clears throat> lean in your area. You know, it's interesting how it starts out, um, and you kind of become more used to it, and uh, the flavors become better. 
as you go along i've noticed with it it's mm-hmm. it is a good sipping one um, yeah like, yeah you would probably not want to mix it with anything so mm-hmm. it'd be tough to have as my favorite rum because it's the best part of that is ice and Coke. <laughs> right on We're, we'll, we'll try to get there yeah all right quick but break. I, I would like to taste this in like three days see yeah. what it does when it breathes and stuff yeah. it, it, it is the complexity is there, but now the alcohol yeah. is not. It's mm-hmm. interesting. I, are you thinking about going to a commercial break? Was that what you're saying? No, I was thinking oh, sorry. Uh, quick rankings. rankings. Okay. Uh, uh, I, I would like – I'm curious um, on that last one since we already ranked it. Yeah. What was the price on that last one? What would you guess? 40 I'm going to guess 65 45 Some, Didn't somebody say 43 That's the pr- That's the percentage oh, of alcohol on this one. one. Matt, you got a number for the door for the Dorleys. Dorleys the one before this. It's probably fifty-five dollars. Fifty-five dollars, he says, for the Dorleys. Twenty-two bucks. Whoa. Twenty-two bucks. Wow. Cool. Dang, I, dang right, cool, man. Yeah, getting yeah, that's, <laughs> value that's proposition. Yeah. See, but you know what? Yeah. Now my score has gone up. <laughs> yeah, sure. You know, if it was a hey, man, I, I still, fifty, I don't sixty dollars bottle, I can. Well, yeah, I. I mean, in my mind, I can differentiate things. Like, I can differentiate price and performance, but the value is what mm-hmm. is that, that's, that's what that's what motivates too. my wallet. Yeah, to lose money. It's surprising <laughs> tasting that, and and because uh, I, I I was a, I was hesitant on it. I was like, man, twenty two bucks. Mm-hmm. Not a lot of good liquors out there for twenty two. <laughs> uh-huh. I don't care what anybody says, but uh. I, I've I've proved that to be slightly false. No, no, there definitely are ones for sure, but it's few and far between. Mm-hmm. Let's just put it that way. Yeah. Especially for eight year. Mm-hmm. I mean, give me a break. Eight year. I that's have, that's a pretty good value. I have found it harder to find twenty sub twenty dollar bottles of Elijah Craig lately. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. But I still awesome. try. Anyway, so so with that now, yeah. Uh, you went again to ratings. Sure. Yeah. Yeah, I was gonna for this one. Uh, just. Stick with integers. I'm just gonna put out a seven. I think it's really mm-hmm. good. The smell I think is fantastic. Like yeah. eight, eight and a half out of ten. And I you know, the flavor is way more complex and deep than the last one, so it's like a six and a half mm-hmm. for me. But integers, combining the two, I'm gonna stick with seven out of ten for the uh what's it called? Appleton Estate. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I I think I would I was gonna say six or seven I think I'm just gonna split in the middle do six point five, I, I like it's kind of like what Dylan was saying earlier you have certain things that you feel acquire require more attention this one I would not feel bad doing something drinking it oh, especially for like twenty something bucks like no, well, that, that was the yeah. last one oh that was we oh, haven't given yeah. price we're gonna probably give <laughs> oh, price okay after we rate these all right clearly i'm sure. not paying attention that's all right man so you relax i'll stick Good. with 6.5 okay sure yeah i've never been disappointed with appleton estates and i continue not to be disappointed nice. with appleton estates i will go 7.5 and knock the last one down to 6.5 just to be fair to this one mm-hmm. changing scores <laughs> yeah 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 I got it. Your scale adjusts. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> nice. No, I'd, I'd say it's solid, solid seven. I enjoy it. Um, it's interesting when you first start out on it, but it, it, it is. It's different notes as you go through it, and it, it finishes very, very nice. 
right now? At least so. I was I was gonna agree with what Zach was saying too. You know, um, it this to me is on the the level of enjoyment with like a space side. Where it's like it's not my favorite, mm-hmm. but it's I can appreciate it. And yep. this is really good. I I do enjoy this. Yeah. So for that, I was gonna give it a seven. Yeah, I I agree. The uh, I'm gonna go with the seven as well because of just man that nose is so colorful i don't even know what to do with that bottle actually <laughs> like i'm gonna have to uh, read more up on it but again it, it it leans towards what we're used to and it seems really fun even just neat like yeah let that thing breathe and just play with it as well um but definitely more body complexity it, it's almost like a balance between the first two in a sense you know but yeah super fun apple states so i have to ask was this one of their more expensive bottles well uh, do the numbers man what do you got <laughs> I, I i i even i don't look at rum prices i guess because I, I guess real high on that last one and that doesn't Just seem think, like it's uh think but scotch whiskeys really the same really yeah wow. so just kind of I mean, think of the glen lines that's crazy, that's crazy. Let's say 50 yeah okay. well i'm gonna say 65 again for this one, forty-five bucks. All right. I was gonna say it like a sixty to seventy dollar bottle somewhere in there. Well, I thought I was pricing this one the first time. I was. <laughs> yeah, sure. somebody said twenty something. I was mm-hmm. like, oh well. Fifty-five is Matt's. 55. Matt's price. Yeah. I, I love it because not only are you just like exposing the world to good stuff, but you're also bringing value. Mm-hmm. Thirty-four dollars. Wow, <laughs> fun. Okay. Fun, yeah, right? Wow. Cool. For cool. thirty-four bucks, you're getting. Oh, yeah. Snick was the closest. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Crazy oh. flavors. And, okay. Yeah. I, I think we need to, to educate you on Scotch prices. <laughs> 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 that, I uh, I'm gonna uh, tell you though. I'll tell you what though. Again, when I was researching these, mm-hmm. I was shocked. Yeah. As I mean, to how inexpensive they yeah. were. Yeah. Well, because yeah, you have a similarly age product right. in a similar barrel right. being exported to a, over the ocean to another country that is the same levels of time and, and distance as Scotland or Ireland but it's all about supply and demand but it's supply and demand it is it's so crazy and it's like and sugar, that's and, and yeah. now, the, now we don't have a I think a lot of places don't have sugar taxes anymore <laughs> yes so that might have ended is, a couple hundred years ago yep so I think sugar is really cheap to make <laughs> stuff with yeah, and and now barley is not. Yeah, you would say this one was Britain harder to find, right, Jamie? Uh, so the Appleton twelve, this one, um, no, the the Dorley's eight, kind of. Okay. These other ones, forget about it. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so, what do we think about making this a two part episode? Oh, that's fine. Your yeah, podcast, man. <laughs> no, I no. Nick disagrees. Okay. Yeah, I mean, if I can get more more pay for more episodes, I'm yeah. Okay. What if I told you the free? <laughs> We're making zero. Nick owns the keep on trucking hat. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Always try to get some sponsors. Is all. Yeah. Yeah. Speaking about sponsors, maybe a message from a future one. Uh. Uh. Origin PC, uh, <laughs> handing out computers 
as long as you keep talking about them for years to years to come, they'll give you a pre-built. Uh, you have to sell your soul to them though, and give them ad space for like two years. Oh. So Origin PC, everybody. If this does become monetized, you might want to cut that one out. Oh yeah, yeah. now nah, we don't care about Origin. I'm gonna like register that dot com real quick. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> quickly, GoDaddy. This is a, not only are we taking that domain, we're also sponsored by GoDaddy. <laughs> Just kidding. All right. Do you remember GoDaddy girls? <laughs> yeah. I remember the commercials. commercials. That would never fly now. No. <laughs> no. No. We need GoDaddy boys. Go. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> and on that note, <laughs> <laughs> it is time to end the first part of this run edition <laughs> of the extra... Of the Whiskey Woo! House Pub House. Yeah. Rum House Pub House. Rum House Pub House. Thank, Thank you. you for joining us. We'll see you next week. Goodbye. Peace.